0: Creatives, welcome to the unpublished podcast. My name is Amy. I'm James. And today we're going to talk about the importance of trusting yourself on the creative journey.
1: Yeah, this has come up for us recently because we were listening to another podcast with one of our faves, Greg McEwen. And he was saying that the reason that a lot of people feel like, he thinks the reason that a lot of people feel like they have to hustle and rush and overreach. So they don't trust themselves. Yeah. Which I really resonated with.
0: A hundred percent. And I think there's a lot of different ways in which a mistrust of self plays out in creativity, but let's start with burnout and an addiction to hustle culture. Um, so what Greg is basically talking about, and I've spoken about it a lot before as well, is that if we don't trust ourselves to show up consistently, you know, in small amounts um, over a long period of time, we're going to fall back on and rely on the idea that we have to hustle and um, work extremely long hours at extremely you know big rates in order to succeed
1: yeah uh, exactly as you were saying um i think that as well like what we see is that creatives um just don't understand time horizons as well and and time horizons come into this so it's like you think that things have to happen today if i'm not if i'm not a prolific writer today i will never be a prolific writer Mm. versus saying actually things get done over long periods and doing small amounts of work
0: yeah and i think that's what happens when we're in a a consistent pattern of procrastination or issues with perfectionism which means that we've proven to ourselves that we find consistency really hard we just we lose that faith in ourselves i talk about it all the time when I talk about procrastination because that's what happens when we're in that consistent pattern of self-betrayal and procrastination. As we say we're going to do something, we don't do something. It happens again and again and again. We have no faith in ourselves. We have no trust that we're going to show up. And therefore, we think we need to do things like, for, if from a writer's perspective, 5,000 words a day, it needs to happen. Otherwise, it, it's never going to happen because I can not never even do it.
1: 5,000 words a day, 5,000 words today.
0: Yeah, today.
1: Yeah. yeah. Not like, there's not even, often it's not even that thought of how am I going to build this, in a day by day practice it's like what it's like today i need to do everything yeah so it's like i think often this is about not even thinking about future because you're not thinking about how you can sustainably get to your goal you're thinking about like fuck i need to do it right now
0: Mm. yeah 100 percent.
1: and you're like and i don't trust tomorrow's amy or tomorrow's james like I don't trust like that what, they'll what do will anything. they do yeah, so they're, will they're random they're i horadic. know They're like i know today i can do five thousand words i'm gonna do it today and then like forgetting that you're gonna wake up tomorrow and be exhausted
0: mm, yeah and i think that if you start really looking at where you're coming across resistance in your creative journey start looking at whether there's just a lack of trust in yourself and your ability to show up and do the work And I think it's really important that we first acknowledge where there is a lack of trust and then we need to start going into the rebuilding phase of learning how to have faith in ourselves again. And I think the very easy route to go down on when we're talking about healing this relationship with ourselves is to then be like, okay, well, I'm going to heal it by doing 5,000 words today. And we think that's going to help our trust in ourselves and our faith in ourselves. If we overextend, overreach and exhaust, our, be, become exhausted, then we'll, we'll believe in ourselves again. But what we really need to do is we need to start making really small promises and showing ourselves that we can show up for them consistently again and again and again till we know that we can show up and we're not constantly worried about tomorrow's Amy and tomorrow's James because they've got our back.
1: Yeah, it makes sense, right? Like we have these massive dreams, a lot of us, like we you know we want to. We want to be, our work to be loved by others. We want our work to connect with others. We want to sort of, we think about the artists that, our dream artists, maybe like a hero that we might want to be exactly like. Mm. Like, you know, sometimes, like, sometimes I think about Brandon Sanderson, like even, I had a good writing day yesterday and I was like, I had a good writing day for James, but it wasn't even like a half of a Brandon Sanderson writing day. And like, you want to be there now? Yeah. And that makes sense. Like, so it makes sense that we would try and rush towards that. Yeah. But, you know, the fact of the matter is that, you are where you are. You are where you are. And our hero, working exactly like someone like Brandon Sanderson isn't going to be sustainable for you. Yeah. No, well, it we might, but I, it, for me, it wouldn't be.
0: Mm.
1: Um, and we can't rush that process. Like, we can't get there today.
0: Yeah.
1: And, you know, basically, no one writes like Brandon Sanderson. I know I always bring him up, but.
0: He's a good example of someone who works very differently from the regular. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I also want to talk about uh, trusting the journey and trusting self in terms of when looking for external validation so I think that trust comes into um, gatekeeper relationships a lot. So I think a lot of creatives are waiting to be picked because they don't have faith that they are good enough in themselves. And we are waiting to be chosen by somebody else. We're waiting for a gatekeeper to, to lay their trust in us so that we don't have to have faith in ourselves, so that we don't have to be the one that picks ourselves first. And that's another aspect of this where, you know, first of all, we're burning out because we don't trust ourselves to show up consistently in small ways each day. And also we are only searching for ex- validation from external, sources because we don't have faith in our own abilities ourselves again a recipe for burnout
1: yeah exactly you know if um you're not trying to foster your inner identity of this is the sort I'm the sort of person who writes every day if you don't believe that voice when you say that like then yeah you're not going to be able to fall back on that and you're going to be you're going to descend into these cycles and, and I think that's something that's really important as well it's like you can't just say, oh, it's all well and good for us to say, oh, you've got to trust yourself. Mm. But what does that look like? What does that actually look like? And as Amy said, it, it looks like, one, saying what, as we said many times before on the podcast, just to reiterate, it's what's the smallest viable step I can take today? It could be tiny. Mm. And it's positive self-talk like that as well often. I think it's like, I am the so, I love the. Fra- I love telling myself, when I, have, when I have doubt in my journal, I always try, go back to, I'm the sort of person who, that's my go-to when I journal. It's, I am the sort of right person who writes every day.
0: Mm.
1: I'm the sort of person who trusts their journey. I'm the sort of person who builds a sustainable writing practice.
0: Yeah, Cause, yeah we have to trust the internal voice. Yeah, and I don't um, always
1: believe that voice, but it helps, it mm, always helps to write it down.
0: Mm. I think so many creatives, particularly you know, we're complex beings, have a really um, complicated relationship with their internal voice. We've often, you know, this is a massive conversation, but we've picked it up from inherited, um, you know, adults in our lives. We've inherited their internal dialogue and we talk to ourselves like our shitty art teacher talked to ourselves or we talk to ourselves like our parents used to talk to us and we have a really adversarial relationship with our own internal voice and that creates again mistrust and if we can't trust ourselves to have our back you know our internal voice to have our back after we've had a bad day of creating or something's gone wrong or it hasn't gone right or we've might we've betrayed ourselves if we can't trust that we're going to be at the very least like not Rude and not adversarial to ourselves. Like that creates a huge amount of resistance and friction on the creative journey because we are not on our own side.
1: You're right, because so many people, for so many creatives, and like especially for me, particular, well, not particular, but as well, I've had so many teachers who, you know, thinking back to my art teacher in primary school who was just like, there was like an in crowd in our art class, and that was people who were naturally talented at art, and she just wouldn't give anyone else any time. She should just scream at us for not doing good enough art. Like, that is a crazy relationship to bring into an adult creative situation. Like there's a crazy voice to hear. You've got to spend the time to try and recognize that that voice is fucked and not true. And how are you going to build inner trust if you let that voice be the one that's going to drive you? It's like, if I listen to that voice every day, I would be like, fuck, well, I've got to sit down and create create for 10 hours because I've got to make sure everything's perfect. Like, otherwise, I'm not going to say her name. Um... Not that
0: oh, dump her in jay She
1: maybe she's dead. I don't even know. <laughs> like she might not be around. <laughs> um, she. If I just listened to her voice every day,
0: mm. then,
1: like, it would be a, a
0: seriously. I used to lock
1: myself in the toilet so I wouldn't have to go to school on Thursdays because I knew her class was coming. It's horrific. Yeah. Yeah. And if you know that, and was I the position I still see like
0: I can still see you have a mistrust with, especially like visual art.
1: Oh, I won't touch it.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't trust myself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't trust myself there. Yeah. Even writing, I have some, I have some minor writing wounds from teachers. Yeah. Just like, who were, you know, it's crazy that we get teachers to teach write. Like, we don't don't get specialty teachers to teach writing. Like, we get English teachers to teach writing, and they don't know shit about anything. Like.
0: Yeah, and that we're marking kids. Yeah. So harshly, and like how to do it.
1: Hmm. I mean, I feel sorry for the teachers because they're doing their best, obviously. Like, mm. for the most part um they're not trained in how to teach writing and it's like how do you teach you know we don't we don't even teach writing like it's really hard yeah
0: it's really fucking hard i wouldn't dare teach writing
1: yeah but it's um that's why it's it's so weird there's so much judgment attached to it it's a bit of a tangent but that's just to say like that's these are the systems that we're trying to create from and it is the systems that are pushing us to either burn out or to not do anything it's like where's the happy medium where's the where's the middle ground
0: Mm. This is a really big topic for me, trust and faith in my creative journey. And just to kind of take it into like just how I experience it, like I will always feel deeply stressed, deeply agitated when I don't have faith in myself and faith in the journey. And it's when I start making mistakes, I would say. So if I start trying to over control, overwork, I'm I'm really feeling micromanaging, that is a pure and simple it is a demonstration that i have lost faith in myself as a creative and i've lost faith in the journey and i need to come back to the, to the fact that i am extremely capable and i do all of this work in my journal i'm extremely capable that i'm on the path that everything is unfolding as it must that everything that i desire i'm working towards like these are the kind of things that i say to myself to comfort myself because if i don't back into a place of faith I move into a place of burnout because I try to micromanage control um, over work in order to mitigate this feeling of mistrust
1: yeah I think this is really what you know Like, this is what Stephen Pressfield's getting at in the war of art it's a. War, I know this is ex- probably extreme language that maybe I don't want to use or I, I just want to but I want to consider it for a second like what well, art is a war it's a war in ourselves like it is so it can be so difficult it can be very easy but it can also be very difficult to, to write and it can only be easy when we take the time to deal with these stories and that's what we're that's what we do in the podcast that's what you do with your books and courses it's like we don't care about the words on the page we don't care about the the brush strokes as long as we care about the internal
0: yeah.
1: battle to get there like yeah. we, we care about that, making that easy as possible and finding yeah. the easier lighter path and the easiest lightest path is to trust yourself and find a way to trust yourself.
0: Yeah, and have that relationship. And again, like it make we making it sound easy or just trust yourself. This is a huge journey. Mm. And I, yeah, I completely agree, James. Like I always say like, if you truly commit to your creative journey, you're gonna witness all of your darkness and all of your light. And I truly believe that like, it's wh- way more than sitting down and doing the, the writing. The actual art is looking in within myself and dealing with who it is I am, my internal dialogue, my soul. Like it is cr- leading a creative life means facing yourself. You know, straight I, like in the mirror and having to deal with your bullshit.
1: You know, I always knew in my heart that I wanted to write. I'd known since I was... can Almost since I can remember. But it took till I was in my mid-twenties to trust myself enough to do it. Like, mm. I really just had such a deep wound and such a deep fear of it. I didn't trust my ability. Like, it's only been the last few years that I've actually let myself do this. Like, I understand how hard the journey is. Yeah. And it's still hard to make myself like okay, i'm in a good place now but it's like i know i could go back there
0: yeah i mean the way james that you were able to squash that desire like i had no idea that you wanted to write mm. literally none and we've been together for what eight years before you started to write i had literally no idea that that's what you wanted to do because i wouldn't managed... admit i wouldn't
1: admit it to no myself. you wouldn't
0: admit it to yourself that you just squashed it down and down and down
1: yeah, and that's, a, that's the thing is, I think so many people are in that place. Like, I'm lucky that I had you, like I, you are a great example to me like, and that I was doing so much introspection at the time and that I could like push through that barrier and find a way to push through that barrier. Uh, and really like, oh, it changed. my life changed the day I started writing. Like it, it is the core of my personality now,
0: yeah.
1: is that writing session I do every morning. Like that gets me, makes every day so much easier. Yeah, and it was a trust battle to get there like I was I didn't let myself step into that joy I didn't let myself step into that who I was meant to be because I didn't trust that I was capable of being that person I didn't trust that I was capable of being good enough Mm. to do that like Mm. and like part of me still doesn't trust that and as I say like I still have to give myself pep talks but like it's yeah
0: yeah thank you how could we go about talking on a more practical level about how we build trust in ourselves and trust in the journey? For me, obviously I'm going to start with journaling mm. and retelling the stories. I just answered. A, I just asked a question and I started answering it.
1: Good question, Amy.
0: <laughs> um, Such
1: a wise, powerful, smart question
0: wow. from, a from a
1: beautiful person.
0: <laughs> um, but for me, how I gained trust in this journey, I had zero, like, Same with James, like I had zero trust that I was meant to be a creative. I felt like every single day was a literal battle because I knew that I wanted to write, but I thought the whole world and my destiny meant that I shouldn't write. And every single day, it felt like a battle between those two forces. And every time I sat down to write, I felt like I I was embarrassed. I was ashamed for doing what I was doing because I just didn't believe that I was meant to be there doing that. I thought I was cheating the world. I thought I was being a baby. I thought I was being childlike. And that lack of trust led to deep depression and I hated myself and it took journaling and rewriting all those stories to saying no I am meant to be here you are meant to be here doing this what you are really want to do is what you're really meant to do especially when it's to do with art when that kind of creative calling taps you on the shoulder like that's where you're meant to be going um and like they these are the kind of things that i literally wrote on paper and s- like slowly they like wrote themselves like into me and in they wove their way into like what i knew to be true and it took a long time but that's what happened it literally happened
1: yeah i think when i think about how i started writing myself a lot of it was to do with journaling like i was doing the daily stoic journal mm-hmm. for a year or so and i thought that was a mo- that, that was a huge year of personal transformation for me like it was a real introspection year but the Daily Sewer Journal didn't get me to directly confront any of those questions. Mm. Um, I can't even, you know, I can't even fully remember.
0: I, you must have had it. I feel like you had a day where you gave yourself a chance. Yeah. And then you gave yourself another day where yeah. you gave yourself a chance.
1: Essentially, that was it. I gave myself a day where I wrote the prologue to my book. Yeah. But I didn't come back to it then for months afterwards. Mm. I left that in the folder for ages. So I, I like dipped my toe in I was like could I do this and I like bounced off it for some reason like it was a fear response I think Mm. and it wasn't until I really took the pressure off I think like I just treated it as play and just like something almost like approached it with interest and
0: Curiosity. curiosity
1: rather than this thing has to be good. Like when I, I remember when I was trying to write the prologue, I was like, hmm, yeah, how can I really write this? Like, blah, blah, blah. Mm. It was only when I kind of like stepped into it without caring almost, or like, mm-hmm. I cared, but like without-
0: The expectation? Without the
1: expectation, I think yeah. that really helped. And then as you say, like, then the trust, that definitely those first weeks, I didn't, I didn't feel the trust in the first months. It's like, yeah. but it's that small thing. Like I, I didn't, Like I didn't miss a week like I I miss days because I like to give myself some days off every now and then but yeah I never I never let a chain build
0: yeah of that's a good way to describe uh, it yeah
1: I never let a a real chain of missed days and when I missed a day it was always a was always a conscious choice wasn't that beautiful um and that's how I try to build my trust it's like I'm gonna at least sit down and do something small today
0: I think something that Greg McEwen talks about, which is really important to think about as well in trusting the process. So he was saying that experienced, I'm sorry, we always talk about authors, you know that you are welcome here, whatever craft you do, but we're gonna talk about it in relation to books. So. First-time authors have no trust in how to do the process, but experienced authors know the process, and they know that it, needs to, it will look shit at times, but that it will recover. They know that they won't love it all the time. They know that they might not even love it at the end. They know the process, and therefore they trust the process when they move into a new project. Whereas for first-time creators, first-time authors, whatever craft it is that you choose to, to do, we don't know the process. So there is, um, you know, it's a, it's a journey of, unknowns and that means that the first journey is really hard to trust, but it's the most important journey because it's going to build you up for all your other processes.
1: I remember like this um in uni, for example, I in first year I was like, oh, so many assignments due, how am I ever gonna get through this? And then like obviously I finished them all and then same thing happened in the second semester. And then by third year I was like I'm stressed about this thing coming up but i know i've gotten through it in the past yeah, yeah. and i know what exactly the process that it takes to get through it so i'm just gonna do that
0: mm.
1: and i feel like you're right it's like but when you're starting out you don't have that body of knowledge that's why we're here just yeah. to tell you
0: <laughs> that's why i'm here that's why we're both here like,
1: like it gets done by doing it in small slow chunks yeah and then it gets done it gets done you you're always it's always so surprising how Quickly, those small things build.
0: Oh my god, yeah, like I already have 2,000 words written of my new novel I started a few days ago. Same. And that's like, I just can't believe it.
1: But no, it wasn't that you started today and got 2,000 news. No, it's been like. I
0: started four days ago. Four days 500 ago. words a day, baby.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that'll very quickly turn into
0: <laughs> a book. A book. It will literally be a book in like a, a f- full like minute. Months. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Hmm. I think that it reminds me of like, I work with a lot of first time authors and I'm so glad that they, you know, I have the courage to invest in this first part of the journey because I think this first time that we do the project, the first time that we start the business, we need support and help in order to build that sense of trust that so they can keep com- coming along the journey with us and be like, no, this is what it's meant to happen. It's meant to look shitty right now. You are doing okay. This is what you're meant to be doing. And I'm so honored and privileged to get to work with these first time authors to help them along that process because I think the first time we do something, you know, we've got to make sure that we're not hustling and burning out so that the next time we do it, we think the only way to do it is by hustling and burning out speak to so many authors who've only ever done it by burning out. Yeah. And so they think that's the only way when it's bullshit. And it's the shittest way to do it.
1: You don't need like if you're a first time author or a first time doing any kind of craft, you don't need to trust that you're gonna make something amazing. You just need to trust that you're gonna do something about it. It's it's about just like trusting yourself that you are actually gonna do the art.
0: Yeah. It's not
1: like don't put any qualifications to it. Don't say like I trust that I'm going to be a New York Times bestseller. Just say I trust that I'm it an will artist, get done.
0: and I'm made to do this.
1: And I'm made to do this. It's like you don't need to attach the big yeah thing to it. In yeah. my opinion,
0: oh, well, I think it only leads to burnout, particularly yeah. if it's an external uh, thing that you is without your your control. So, um, my first book is going to be a New York Times bestseller. Like you have no control over that, and it just leads to burnout because you're working towards something that will never be yours to obtain, even if you do get it. Hmm. Mm. It's
1: just yeah, and Greg. In another podcast i listened to with him was talking about how it's not glamorous to talk about these stories of how things get actually get done Like yes. you, know, you want to hear about the sprint you want to hear about how someone you know pushed through the last ten thousand words in a single night and like they're the stories that we latch on to but I, he was saying like really in his experience and in my experience that's not how 99 percent of things get done yeah so they're the outlier stories. Yeah. Don't think they're the real stories.
0: I love that. You have to shared that with me? That was a great anecdote. Yeah. A hundred percent. We're so addicted to the stories of the, the sprint. The, oh my God, I did it all just then. And it was, it still did really well at school. You remember the, the student that always did it the, year be, the night, the night before? before? They were always like the legend.
1: Yeah. And they still got a good mark. And yeah. it's like.
0: Scott Melatopolo and his English extension to Did it the night before. They got better marks than me. Yeah. Motherfucker. Like it
1: does work. Yeah. Sometimes, but but it's not, not it's not the way. Yeah,
0: and yeah, we get addicted to those stories, whereas some of the real beautiful stories of you know true big magic and true abundance are in those slow steps every day. Mm. And that trust in self and trust in process. Yeah. All right.
1: I love to imagine like because we we record the podcast at a slightly different time every day. I love to imagine people like looking at their iPod and being like, "Oh, that's weird. I thought you know,
0: <laughs> it came on,
1: it did come out on a Thursday, but it's like you know, it seemed to come out." When I thought it would.
0: Also, never comes out on the right day, does it? Some- no, it's
1: almost. it's almost... It's not always, but it's usually Thursday. Nice. For us, it's Australian Thursday. But it's going to be at like 3.52 today or something. Whereas... Or 2.52 today. Do people day.
0: schedule their podcasts to be really...
1: I reckon they schedule it.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. Because some, some podcasts... A lot of my podcasts, I'm like, oh, I know it's coming. When I wake up in the morning, it'll pop up on my phone. Oh, we
0: well, like, loose units. Yeah. You never know. You never know. you going to pop into your feed. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Grateful for you. Grateful to get to unpack these topics. Thank you, everyone.
1: Bye.